Welcome everyone to episode 30 of Down to Play. I'm your host Dapper Tux, along with Next Gen Player. For this show, we'll be giving our review of two games from the PS5 launch lineup, Astro's Playroom from SIE Japan Studio and Spider-Man Miles Morales from Insomniac Games. Before we start, I'd just like to give a special thanks to the publishers for providing many of the games reviewed in this episode. So let's kick things off by jumping straight inside our PS5 console because that's where Astro's Playroom takes place. So to kick things off, let's set the stage. Astro's Playroom. This game comes pre-installed on every PS5 console. So that means none of y'all have any excuse not to play this gem of a game. It's the sequel to Astrobot Rescue Mission. In my opinion, number one best PSVR game. If you haven't played it, you gotta give it a shot. Rescue Mission is, is awesome. And so is Playroom. Astro's Playroom has four worlds and each of them are divided into four mini-levels for a total of 16 mini-levels to complete. Next Gen, uh, what were some things that you enjoyed about uh, Playroom? I'm so excited that Astro is back. Like, as you said in the intro, Astrobot Rescue, Rescue Mission on PSVR, that is just such a phenomenal game. Like, if Sony is ever going to have a mascot, it's got to be him now. Right. Like I know, like over the years, I've sort of gone back and forth. I remember like last gen, I was like, or sorry, back two gens ago now, because we're in the PS5 and the, the PS3 era. I was like, Sackboy, like Sackboy's got to be the new mascot. He's just like, he's so cute. He's so awesome. But you know what? Astro, man, like Astro is where it's at. So I'm so excited. This is actually what's most exciting for me is that. I liked Astrobot Rescue Mission. I thought it's the number one PSVR game. It's just like, it, it is the reason to get VR. In my opinion, it's so like impressive. But what's cool about this game is that it's pre-installed on every PS5 console. So as you said in the intro again, like you have no excuse, right? Like if PS5 ends up selling 120 million units, that's 120 owners of this game, right? 120 million owners. So that, so like, yeah, like everyone's got to play this game. It's just so fun. And getting into the game itself, like the first thing that, that I, I love about this game, it's just, it's so, the whole concept is just awesome and hilarious. It just sort of like, it totally fits in with like Astrobot being this cute little character, right? So he's basically like, he's, he's this character that uh, he like jumps into your DualSense controller. He goes right inside your PS5 console. So all the, uh, the different levels that you go to, they're all different areas of your PlayStation 5, right? So it's like, these are all the cool things that Mark Cerny's been talking about for the last, you know, 18 months or so. Like, you know, the, the GPU. So there's there's a level called GPU Jungle. And then there's Cooling Springs, right? Because I know Sony, like, they mentioned that they're going to have uh, liquid metal cooling in their in their PlayStation. And obviously, they've got, like, a really, like, high-powered fan system going on there as well, right? And then there's a, a place called SSD yeah, Speedway. Yeah, I absolutely loved how they how they did that like they themed every single level and the whole experience is a showcase of the inside of your brand new ps5 like what a cool white gloves treatment uh to your brand new console and a tour of the dual sense really love that over overall concept and some of the tunes were so catchy uh, especially like uh you know cpu or gpu jungle oh man that that's all that's that's been in my head since i played that level <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's funny because like, that song is so catchy, right? Where it's like, you know, I do it for you, my GPU, <laughs> my <laughs> GPU, right? It's a, and, but it's so catchy 
And then I remember, like, in that level, there's actually this one spot where you can, like, you can basically, like, jump into this cave area, and then you can smash the wall, and then behind the wall is actually a screen that has all the lyrics, right? So you can you can do, like, karaoke, basically, in the middle of the level. Um, but yeah, it's just, like, it's, I love how they just themed it to all the different areas. It, it's, you know, I'm a big techie. I'm, I'm a first adopter. I've got my PlayStation 5. I know you have it as well, right? So we're, we're, like, you know... It, we're the ones that that you know when people talk about stuff like you know the, the gpu and the cooling and the ssd and all that stuff like it, it's like near and dear to our hearts so actually to like go to levels that just sort of explore that is, is really fun and, and really really interesting so but the, the other thing that i really like about this game is that it is like it is the introduction to your PlayStation 5, right? Like, it is, that's why it comes pre-installed in the console. It gives you, like, the ultimate showcase of the DualSense controller. And we've heard about the DualSense now for a while. It's kind of like, it's hard to actually know what it's like until you actually hold the controller yourself, right? Like, you know, Sony had had uh, videos where they're like, you know, haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. And you're like, you're trying to imagine what this is going to feel like in your hands. But when you play this, I'm sure, like, you know, I want to hear your thoughts on this, too. But, I mean, like, the DualSense is a game changer for me. Like, it, the way that you use the DualSense controller in this game, some of it was, like, I almost had to put it down and be like, did that just happen? Like, that was, like, so impressive. It, the, the DualSense, the, the more I think about it, and and the first time that I played uh, Playroom, I was just like, okay, this is first next gen experience that i had was with the dual sense controller that was the wow factor that's been the wow factor uh for for both consoles that i've experienced is this controller it's 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 the big change then the graphics which i really appreciate but the dual sense i mean it's like when you first picked up the N64 Rumble Pack or you, you first ran through, uh, you know, a lot of Mario 64's levels using the full three, 360 degree joystick uh, or you first picked up that Nintendo Wii controller. It, it, there's just a certain moment, a tangible moment where you're like, okay, this is this is the next gen. This is the change. And the dual sense, I think, is, is it for this generation, especially for the PlayStation, at least. Man, it's it's incredible. There's there's one spot in the game. There's actually a, a level called the Memory Meadow, and basically, like all of the levels in the, in this game, there's there's some kind of gimmick that like shows off different aspects of the Dual Sense. And in this particular level, Astro will jump in like basically what's like a hamster ball, right? And you have to use your your trackpad to roll him like through these obstacle courses, right? But what I couldn't believe is like. When, through, when you're going through the obstacle course, you actually go over different types of terrain. Like, you might go over, like, sort of, like, light mud, thick mud, rocky terrain, um, like, uh, flat roads, grassy plain. Yeah, and it's, like, but but when you when you roll, like, so you, you basically, like, use the trackpad and you roll yourself through it. But you can tell what you're rolling over just by the feel of the controller. Like if I wasn't looking yeah, at the screen, you could close your eyes. You could, yeah. Oh, there you go. Perfect example. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it, but you can feel that you're in mud. Like you can feel like this sense of stickiness. Like it's just, it's wild that, that this happens, but like, and then like, and then when you go over the, the rocky terrain, like you can feel almost like the controller, like poking you. Like it's like, like bumpy, rocky textury feeling. Right. Um, but what I think actually was the most impressive for me 
was, I'm trying to think of what level that was now. It was, uh, I think it was in, actually, no, it was actually it's still in, in Memory Meadow. I think it was in the next sec section of Memory Meadow. Meadow. But um, the next area, he puts, Astro puts his umbrella up, and then it starts raining. I feel rain on my hands, and it's a, a controller. And then, and then you'll actually notice, like later on in the level, I think, yeah, maybe it, it is hail or like like heavier rain, but you can actually feel the difference. Like you can feel the difference between a light, sort of like you know, dripping rain versus like a full-on downpour. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just like it's just totally wild, and and uh, you know, it's it's so awesome and and unique and you know it really immerses you so much in the game that i was thinking like after i played this game that if there is a like a lot a lot of games end up coming out for like you know pretty much every platform right so you might have like your your pc xbox switch ps4 ps5 right it might come up for everything i i really do think that at least for me personally and probably for a bunch of other people as well i think some people may end up if if you like if you just happen to buy for like you own multiple multiple uh different platforms this is actually a reason why you might want to get something on your ps5 versus versus something else right like a good another good example is like we'll get into this when we uh like it may be in a future podcast but like when you're playing call of duty right like every single gun has like has various resistance for the adaptive triggers based on, on like the type of gun and that and that's like that's something that you're only going to get on the PS5, right? So I think like you know this this game really was a showcase of the DualSense and the PS5, and in that regards, like it it totally passes with flying colors, right? Like I, I'm sold on the console, I'm sold on the controller, and uh, and you know it's in large part due to this game. Yeah, no, absolutely. There was a lot of promises made. Uh, around the actual controller being a game changer and it really is hard when you are a Sony representative and you're up on a stage and you're just trying to describe this because even in a podcast right now after we've experienced the controller it's difficult to describe exactly what it's like until you actually sit down and play with it but I mean when you sit down and play with it you'll realize that uh, that it, it is the game changer and in terms of like the game as a whole, uh, when we look at Astrobot uh, uh, Playroom, this this is just such a charming peek at the dual senses potential. Uh, and the moment that Astro popped out of my controller, I was in love because you can kind of once Astro's in the controller, you can move it side to side, and it's like there's a little a little character rolling around in your controller. You can see it happening on screen, and I could feel uh, it roll, you know, him rolling around in the controller with the haptic feedback, and I was just I was totally amazed. And my first truly next gen moment was again, it was just a jaw dropping moment was when I first pulled out the bow and arrow in the game and you could feel the tension and the resistance in the triggers. I was, I was amazed. And then when you would release it, it totally loosed like you, when you loose an arrow and not only that, the little, the little mini gun in the space level as well too. I just couldn't believe how the controller would shake as well. And uh, it's just, oh man, as soon as I was playing with these things, my mind raced as well to other games that use the bow and arrow uh like tomb raider and god of war i'm just sitting there thinking like i hope they can somehow patch in uh these these controls or or this the use of haptic feedback to enhance that gameplay because the dual sense is just is that much of a game changer it's 
I want to go back and re-experience old games as well as new games to see what can be done with the technology. A lot of times what ends up happening is when new consoles come out, they, they have these new features and then the, the launch lineup will showcase the new features and then maybe for the next six months or 12 months, they, they you know, some of the first party titles will show it off, but then they sort of lose touch of that. Like, I remember, uh, like, look at Nintendo Switch. Like, Nintendo Switch is a perfect example. They have, there's HD Rumble in the controllers, right? How many games, like, take advantage of that, right? I know Sniffer Clips did, and, like, I'm trying to think of, like, of, of what else, right? I'm trying to think, like, what other games there? I don't even know. But I hope as many developers as possible start to take on uh, that, that technology because it just was absolutely incredible. Um, in terms of the like back to back to playroom uh, and the things that I liked, I just so just the last couple of points I wanted to touch on, and it kind of comes back into your point um, around the fact that the dual sense. I think it was a promise, right? We we were, we weren't sure when we first heard about what it was going to be, and sometimes, as you mentioned before, with new consoles and hardwares, companies can overhype and underdeliver. But in my eyes, Astrobot Playroom is a promise kept by Sony. They said the controller was going to be a game changer. They said, wait till you get this thing in your hands. You're, you're, you're not going to believe it. And sometimes you buy that hype and then it does, they don't deliver. But this was in my eyes, a total delivery. And you're right. The only question mark in my mind at this point is will other developers continue to use this? And I really hope they do because with the way that the adaptive triggers feel, I want to actually, I have Call of Duty on my Xbox Series X, uh, Cold War. I would, I would almost go buy it on the PS5 now just to sort of feel what the difference is, like you mentioned, with the different trigger effects, right? That it's, it's one of those features that makes you look over the fence and be like, huh, so it does that on the PS5, eh? Well, maybe I'm going to pick it up for that console now too. Or maybe in the future, that's the console I'm going to pick it up for. So I, I would, I'm shocked at how much the controllers made a difference for me but man oh man it, it really has i was more invested in 4k 60 fps so on and so forth we got that but now also too with the controller and the mic absolutely loved it but we're, we're going on and on about the things that we loved about uh astrobot playroom uh next gen what were some of the things that uh, you didn't like too much about the uh, experience Next gen, we've been really gushing about the uh, dual sense. What are some other parts uh, about Playroom that you enjoyed? So one aspect that I really loved about this game is that right in the main hub area, there's actually this spot called the PlayStation Labo. And you go in there and it's basically like a wide open uh, museum type thing, right? It's divided up into four different areas. And you find out actually as you play the game, you pick up artifacts. And the artifacts are all the classic sony consoles and peripherals right so i won't like spoil you know all the surprises for you because there's just so many to, to find but you'll find stuff like the ps4 console and you'll find the you know the psvr headset and then there's classic stuff too like the ps1 memory card and stuff like that as someone who's been a playstation fan since the beginning like it's just so fun and so interesting because you actually go to this this uh labo thing and there's like life-size versions you'll see like you know like a, a 20 foot ps1 memory card that you can sort of like look at and take photos of and oh man and a lot of that stuff brought me back like the ps1 screen do you remember that the lcd screen and then the form factor when they made like the ps1 like they actually spelled it out like ps one and it was the super tiny 
almost like pearlescent version of the console that brought me right that that like threw me back 10 years i was just like wow i remember that it's probably longer than 10 years now but man oh man uh i i love that that touch that tour of playstation history yeah like as you're going through the different areas of the museum you can actually hear the different jingles for all the different consoles yeah. so like yeah, yeah the, like the, like the ps1 starting sound right that like crystal like i, I can't <laughs> it's hard to like describe it but that everyone knows the ps1 intro sound and yeah, it's the, like you walk <laughs> past the console and, and yeah and you hear that and then like even the ps2 and ps3 and ps4 like they all had distinctive noises so but what a way, I mean, like when you look at the whole package, what Playroom brings to the table, it celebrates PlayStation history. I would say right now perfectly presents what the future is going to hold in terms of the dual sense and its potential. It's just a great celebration of PlayStation past, present, and lets you like look directly into the future. That's what I love. I think every single console should have this out of the gate. Here it is. Here's our history. Here's some of the, the promises for the future and go. What a, it was just such a cool experience. I was sad that it ended. Yeah, and no, another thing that that like like on that same note too, one thing that we didn't really really get into, but like this is a big part of the game is all the cameos, right? So there is like literally every area that you go to and like every spot of every area. As soon as you walk around a corner, like you see this, right? There's like there's cameos of everyone, right? Like it's like any any video game character that has had any kind of impact on the PlayStation brand is in this game. So it's it's not even just limited to first party. You've got like all the classic first party Sony characters, but then you've got a whole bunch of, of classic third party characters as well. And like it's just they're such a highlight. Well, the other thing that's funny too is like the characters are all like Astrobot versions of them, right? So they're like they're like cute little like you know short stubby robotic versions of your favorite characters, and uh, and yeah, like basically overall, this is just a celebration of the PS5. It's like the the, the like welcome introduction of the PS5, but it's a complete celebration of the past 25 years of PlayStation history. So yeah, it's uh, this game is definitely gonna you know tug those nostalgic heartstrings. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, I, again, I'm, I'm one that will allow my heartstrings to be tugged on like that. So <laughs> I, I really enjoyed what they did. So, uh, so now that we've talked about things that we really like about the game, what are some things you didn't like about this game, Dapper? So yeah, there was uh, a few things that, that I disliked. First of all, the fact that this experience was so short, I know it was a free pack in and, you know, I've got to be cognizant of that, but I, I really wish that, uh, the, that, uh, Japan studio had fleshed this out a little bit further, uh, into its own fully real you know eight to ten hour 3d platform experience i would have paid for it personally if uh, there was there was you know more game to be played and had and i think it you know i think it had the potential to be the next mario 64 in terms of just the incredible platforming uh brand brand new presentation and gameplay that it brought to the table and like you said before i i think astro uh astrobot is going to be sony's you know big mascot moving into the future although we did get Sackboy um at launch as well too the, the the face of the ps5 right now especially in my eyes uh is is astrobot it's one of the first faces that you see i mean <laughs> if you turn on the console and decide to jump into playroom right away it was a little bit short uh but it was an incredibly fun and good run but i want more of the full game uh, that's uh that's my big my big thing uh, what were some things that that you disliked yeah so i noted as well like it, it was about like a three to four hour experience so yeah it, it definitely should have been longer um you know it's a free packing game so it's like you can't really complain right like it's 
it's uh it's it's a free game right so hey like you know that's that's great in itself but i just would have loved for it to been a, a little bit longer for sure i think one of the things that that well one of the big things that I, why i think it should have been longer is that so each of these levels they introduce like a new tech right for the for the dual sense but you don't really get a good chance to fully explore that right like you might like that hamster ball example that I said, like that, that's a pretty short level. You might beat that level in like, you know, three, four minutes and then you move on and do something else. I would have loved a fuller game where I could just like, you know, I could be the hamster ball for five more levels. Right. And there's, and like, there's a bunch, you mentioned the, the rocket ship, right? Like I would have loved, a, a, you know, some longer, deeper, you know, more involved levels with the rocket ship. Like there's just so much potential here. They kind of just like introduce things on, a, on like on a basic level just so you can experience it and feel it through the controller. But, uh, but yeah, like I'm really hoping that maybe they have some DLC or like, I think they actually, I think in the, there was a PlayStation blog post that that just went up recently and they made like a little cryptic thing at the bottom that said like you know stay tuned for more astro news right i'm just like what <laughs> okay that that sounds good um in terms of like yeah one other thing that I, that's that i think they could have done to improve this i'm not sure i think it would have been a little bit hard to do this actually but the thing is like the original astrobot rescue mission was groundbreaking in my opinion like when you, it's that game was in vr and there was just like there were so many moments where I like I couldn't believe what I was seeing because or feeling and, and and like experiencing because it was just so immersive in VR, and and like in this version lacks that right. So maybe if it was just like more set pieces, um, like I don't know, like some cool like there there are actually like there's I won't spoil it, but there is like some cool boss fights right. But maybe like a little bit more like bigger boss fights and stuff like that. I think that there's like there's I I wanted like more moments that were like lasting impact right where i was like damn that was like that was visually and and like you know like uh you know gameplay wise like everything was just like like a tour to feast right yeah. like i i'm like i'm never gonna forget how awesome that was right so like the gpu song right <laughs> like that's that's one thing that I'm, I'm never gonna forget that but but uh i think that it would have been nice to have a little bit more um you know a little bit more punch in the game so um, yeah, so that about wraps up the things I didn't like with the game. I think it's time for us to start scoring the game. So what would you give this game out of 10, Dapper? Uh, for me, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Based on all the pluses and minuses, it's just such an incredible uh, harken back to PlayStation history, what the dual sense can do, um, and a great and incredible intro to the PlayStation 5 hardware, fun virtual tour. So yeah, eight, uh, 8 out of 10. As soon as you turn on your PS5, this should be the first thing you should play. Uh, next gen, what would you give the game out of 10? Yeah, so I, I thought pretty similar to you. I mean, uh, uh, the game's awesome. The game is, is certainly must-play. Uh, I'm going to give it a, an 8.5 out of 10, so a little bit higher than you. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty similar scores here. To me, it's just, you know, I guess the biggest thing I really like about this is just the fact that it's such a wonderful walk down memory lane, right? Like the dual sense was was great. Astro, like the gameplay was good. But like what what really got me was the fact that, you know, I had so much fun collecting all of these different uh, consoles and peripherals and games and everything like that from uh, from the past. And it, yeah, it was just like it was just such a fun walk down memory lane. And anyone that's been a PlayStation fan, even for, you know, the last couple of gens, uh, we'll definitely want to check this out for that part alone because 
it's just so fun. Yeah, for sure. And Sony, they just keep the hits on rolling. So we're going to take a look at another blockbuster uh, reviewing Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Again, we're both reviewing the PlayStation 5 version. Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, the latest superhero game from Insomniac Games, makers of Spider-Man PS4 that released in 2018. Uh, Just two years later, and Insomniac is back with another Spider-Man game available right now on the PlayStation 5 and PS4. Uh, For this review, like I mentioned before, we're both looking at the PS5 version. This game takes place about a year after the first Spider-Man game and its downloadable content, The City That Never Sleeps, where Miles was bitten by a radioactive spider and gained powers similar to Peter Parker. Uh, Peter has spent the last year training Miles and heads off abroad with his girlfriend Mary Jane Watson and Miles is left as New York's sole Spider-Man. Miles uh, must balance supporting his mom, who's running for city council, and combating the threat from Roxxon Energy uh, Corporation and a high-tech criminal gang called the Underground, uh, led by the Tinkerer. Uh, Next Gen, what were your thoughts on Spider-Man Miles Morales? Yeah, so this might actually sound pretty basic as as like the first thing that I really thought was, you know, fun and interesting about this game. But um, I just liked Miles Morales, right? Yeah. I just thought he was like, he was just. The thing is, is that. I grew up with comic books. I grew up, of course, with Spider-Man, like, you know, like, you know, countless other millions of kids around the world, right? So, like, I knew Peter Parker in and out. Like, I've, I've read hundreds of his comic books and seen all his movies and stuff like that. So, very familiar with him. Miles Morales, I, I, I'm not as familiar with, obviously. Like, he's a newer character and, and like, yeah, I just, like, I just have not not as well uh, connected with him. So, this was actually, like, my, my first main experience with miles morales right and so i like i wanted to know what he was like what's his background like what is what is he doing like i want to know a a lot about him and i just found maybe it's just the way that they like they characterize him in this game i just i love the guy absolutely and he he brought a new style and an attitude all his own right like it just wasn't a a new version of Spider-Man. It was a completely new character with his, his own thoughts, his own feelings, own family, friends, his own support system and community. Like it was just so incredible how well they fleshed out the character. You know what? Like I really thought that he just epitomizes what a superhero is, right? Because he, he like in the game, he doesn't really have a reason why he wants to just be the protector of New York. Right? Like I don't, I don't remember like one like you know one instance where he's like okay like you know i've got to make this like my life duty it's just kind of like he that's just who he is right like he's just like he just he's a nice guy and and he he's got like this like amazing sense of duty and he got like all these incredible powers from that radioactive spider that bit him and he just like felt like this is what he needs to do right and i just like i it just really like it it was so relatable and 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 it just yeah like it, it just sort of like i built that rapport with him so quickly in this game right but the other thing that i thought was like super super interesting about him is that the more you get to know him throughout the game the more you realize that he is like one of the ultimate superheroes out there because like First of all, he's got Spider-Man powers. Like, that alone is, like, awesome, right? He can stick the walls. He's got super strength, right? He ends up, like, getting the, the Venom abilities later on in the, in the game, right? And so, and, like, Venom abilities, uh, I'll get into that a little bit more in, in later in the review, but, like, it's it, it certainly sets him apart from uh, Peter Parker, right, in terms of what he's able to do. But then you actually find out later on, too, that he 
like he is basically a genius right like he he's like he's like super 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 intelligent he's he he's he's done like uh like you know big science projects and he's like he he won competitions and he's like you can tell that he uh is like really proficient at hacking right he can hack devices he's uh he can hack like military grade equipment and electronic devices and then you even find out that he like he understands physics like to a to like you know a scientific level right so it's kind of like holy jeez he's, he's like the total package you know what i mean he's the nice guy he's got this sense of like duty he's super smart he's like you know he's super strong like holy jeez like uh, what does this guy have any flaws at all because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't I, think so and and i'll touch on this uh with my likes about the game but i'm i'm really excited too that so many young kids are going to see a character uh like miles morales uh strong young black man uh portrayed in in, in such a manner uh that he's a role model and and again i love the way that insomniac games frame this again i'll touch upon it in my positives but it's just so exciting to know that uh, a character with such great morality is going to be you know uh, so many kids are going to be playing as this character and and learning about how to interact with with the community how to interact with people within your community that are a little bit different or have some exceptionalities for me personally i love it it's it's a really not just a great game but an incredible uh, feel good story. And, and that's, that's, what's the most exciting part about it, right? Everything's so doom and gloom sometimes with a lot of storylines, but this is just, it's just a, it's a feel good story. Again, there's, there's some tragic parts in the story, obviously. Right. But, uh, you're right. Like just Mor- Morales as a character has a lot of morality. Yeah. Like I said, he's just sort of, he's like the poster child for being a superhero. Right. So he, he, he's like, you know, I, as I said, like I was just sort of like getting to know him in this game and now that I play this game, I, I need more, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, there's there's going to be, hopefully, Spider-Man 2 comes out, and I hope Miles Morales is in there. And like, and if not, like, what do you do in Insomniac games? Put him in there, right? But, but, or uh, I wonder if the, the next Spider-Man as well will be the two characters playing off one another, or, like, you know, you might play part of the game as, as, as Parker and part of the game as Morales, which I'd be totally up for. Uh, sort of like that that sh- that sharing of the the protagonist role and we didn't see it much but when parker you know no spoilers but in in the in the very early going in the game peter parker and miles morales they interact and their interactions are fun and hilarious too right and they're they're both trying to learn and figure out um how to be the best superheroes uh one being a rookie and one being experienced and still trying to figure out how to be the best heroes they can be for new york so no, I think it's. I think a, a game where they continue that dynamic between the two would be would just be something absolutely incredible to experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, as a as a like a lifelong Spider-Man fan, having you know set pieces in like cool action scenes where there's not one but there's two Spider-Man at the same time, right? That was like I was like, oh man, that is cool. Like, I I kind of wish like in the in the game as you mentioned in the intro, like Peter Parker goes with. Uh, with Mary Jane abroad, right, for the whole thing. But I'm kind of like, yeah, not, I'm hoping for Spider-Man 2. Even for this game, too, like, I was like, oh, man, like, it would have been cool if, maybe if, like, the last third he came back or something like that. Because I, I I just like seeing them together. I would I wanted to, like, keep on playing as Miles Morales. Like, I didn't want to play as Peter Parker in this game. But um, I just like seeing two Spider-Mans at the same time, like, taking on some cool villains. So that was, that was fun. Um, but another quick thing that I liked here was the, I mentioned earlier the Venom ability. So, man, it's like, 
this really sets him apart from Peter Parker. So he's got like these sort of like bioelectric attacks that he can do. So you can do like like electric ground pounds. He can do um, like a charge venom punch. He's got like a dashing attack, and he's got mega versions of some of these where he can he can like attack multiple enemies at once. And it's just like it's so awesome. Like he 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 like he actually discovers the abilities as you play. So he doesn't have it all at the beginning. He kind of like bad things will happen to him and then he'll just like he'll freak out and then like this new power will emerge right i love those moments and uh and he just like you know basically like at the very beginning he does play similar to peter parker but by the end once you have all the venom abilities like he's totally he he feels so different right and the venom ability like you mentioned before it not only it added to the gameplay but it also added to the complexity of the storytelling and and to him as a character right because if it was just the same uh, set of powers that Peter Parker had, you as the player knew what to expect. But like Miles Morales, as he's unlocking these new powers within himself, you don't know what to expect. And then once those powers come about, you have to learn how to harness them and you get to see how uh, Miles reacts to them. So yeah, it's an incredible idea to give everyone the Spider-Man gameplay mechanics that they wanted, but to add something completely new and different. Uh, with with Morales and his character yeah and like uh, another power that that he ends up getting uh, this actually happens pretty close to the end of the game or like maybe like uh, two-thirds in or whatever but he gets camouflage abilities right so he can actually like he can turn completely invisible right and I love that aspect I love stealth in games I know like even in this game before he gets the camo and even in in the original Spider-Man PS4 game there are some some like stealth elements like you can you can hide up in the rafters and you can like you can web enemies up and um, you know you can do it while you're you're not being detected. But I found like like usually when like before you would have to be like way up high and and have to be stealthy this way. But like when Miles Morales learns how to camouflage, you can just you can be anywhere, right? I love that aspect about him. Like I could like I didn't have to stay up in the rafters anymore. I could jump down. I could like. I could jump straight down to like the middle of the enemies. I could cloak myself. I could like pinpoint one that's like walking around a corner. I can beat him up while the other guys aren't going to see. And I just like that. I like I like the fact that you know I if I go into like a warehouse full of enemies, I like to test myself. I I, I know I could just drop down. I'm Spider Man. I could just drop down and like beat the crap out of those guys and like knock them all out, right? But I kind of like to challenge myself, like, hey, there's like, there's eight guys in this warehouse room. Like, can I take them all out without any of them spotting me? Yeah. And it's just so much fun. Like when you, when you, like the camo just adds so much to his character in the gameplay that, that I love that aspect of it. Yeah. And even being able to venom boost as well. I found that really, really cool. And not, and to be totally honest, I love to venom boost and then jump into photo mode because the results are insane. It was like having fireworks around your character, venom boosting, and then taking a picture. Like it just, man. Uh, but yeah, that's one of many things that I really loved about uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. And there was so much. The first thing I'll preface everything with is the fact that this is the first PlayStation 5 game that I played and completed with my six-year-old son. So we were both hooked from the moment we started the game, from the explosive rodeo ride with Rhino through uh, New York Mall to the exciting conclusion. Um, 
we were just enamored. And uh, again, we beat the game together, unlocked some trophies. We're going to go back and play it so much more. But as I said before, there's just so much to love about it. I've got some great memories with my son. And then just digging deeper into the game itself, uh, you said it as Miles Morales, as the character that anchors the entire experience was fantastic fully realized very different enough from peter parker that i felt like morales's story to be honest i found it even more interesting uh the background of his family story helping out his community uh it was also great for my son to see a strong black protagonist and bravo for insomniac games they did not shy away from any social justice issues uh in the game from black lives matter uh to social inequity uh, towards the end of the game, you even have Morales supporting his community to ensure that Harlem, a poorer part of New York, is is supported and, and kind of, you know, forces other characters to be like, hey, we're going to protect, uh, you know, these disenfranchised people from the other richer people in the city who might try to steamroll us. And I just, th that was just unbelievably powerful uh, messaging within the story and within the characters. Loved it. Bravo uh, had a huge and profound impact on my son as well, too. Like he wanted to go to school and wear his red shoes to look like Miles Morales. And that just, you know, kind of, kind of made me tear up a little bit. I was, I was really excited to, <laughs> to, to, you know, see that, th that this character had such a great impact on him and that he wanted to, you know, help like Miles Morales, which was just the coolest. Uh, but into the actual game, uh, the graphics in photo mode were stunning. Um, I just spent so much time. I drove Dapper Jr. crazy because I'd be like, okay, I, let me just stop. Let's take a couple photos. And then he wanted to unlock more of the costumes, which, by the way, were just the coolest, especially the animated costumes that um, made uh, him look like, you know, characters from Into the Spider-Verse to, you know, uh, Miles Morales 20, uh, 2099. There was just so many cool costumes and different effects. Uh, and again, speaking of effects, I love the snow and how New York was just all dressed up for, for, for Christmas and Hanukkah with a beautiful holiday backdrop. I don't know if you had this happen to you next gen, but there's even inclusion in the dialogue. I had characters wish me a happy Hanukkah, if that's what I celebrated. I had characters say Merry Christmas. I, I didn't get a happy Kwanzaa yet, but I'm sure it's coming. But man, the, the dialogue was just was just so cool. Like you feel like you're in a, in a living city. Um, and as you talked about before, I love the new Venom moves. They were fantastic and helped uh, really add fresh gameplay and eye candy. Uh, but for me, I just... I loved every aspect of this game. I'm so happy it was a launch title. I even loved the fact that you could feel with the adaptive triggers, the web slinging adjusted a little bit, and you could hear each cast of the web with the speaker inside. Yeah, it's just what a what a fantastic experience. We really enjoyed, obviously, the PS5 and these launch titles. Uh, but next gen, what were some things that you uh, disliked around Miles Morales? Yeah, so the first thing that I didn't like is that there were occasional bugs when I was playing. It, the game actually hard crashed on me, I think it was twice through my plague. Like, it just completely crashed the entire console. I had to reset the whole console. Um, I don't know. It's actually, like, it's really strange because I'm thinking that it might be actually, like, a PS5 software issue because the same thing's actually happening to me now in Demon Souls. Like, I'm, I'm, like, about 30 hours into that game, and that game now has crashed on me, like, three or four times, right? So... I know people, uh, I saw people reporting online that the Spider-Man remastered is like not only crashing consoles, but bricking some of them, right? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure, like, what's what's happening. Is it, I'm not sure if I should really, like, 
you know, you know, knock this against Miles Morales because it might be a PS5 issue, but um, but that was definitely disappointing. Um, another thing that that was, I guess, it was mildly disappointing for me is that I just thought, in comparison to the Spider-Man PS4, there was just a lack of boss fights in this game. Right? I don't really want to like, I don't want to spoil anything, so I don't want to get into like super detail here. But it's just like, there's just more bosses in in the original Spider-Man. And and you fight those bosses more often. And in this game, there's a lot less, right? That's that's fair. Yeah, it's you bring you bring an interesting point I didn't think of before. But yeah, yeah, that's that's totally a fair point. Yeah, like the boss fights that are in Miles Morales are fun and, and interesting, right? It's just I don't know. I just felt like in the original Spider-Man, it just happened more often. And sometimes, like I didn't actually like look into all the details of, of the original Spider-Man before it release I, I like to keep things you know like not spoilerific right so I, I didn't actually know all the bosses that were going to be in that game so it was kind of like it was exciting like oh like look who it is and like you know i i get all excited because I, I i encounter a new boss right but in this game like i don't know i just felt like i sort of like met the characters within the first couple hours and then like nothing else got introduced right so i'm like man couldn't they have thrown in like i don't know like just one or two like bigger bigger characters um yeah so that was a little bit disappointing for me and then the other thing is that it it does actually take place in i think pretty much the exact same new york as the original spider-man so like as i mentioned it looks better it's in 4k i mean the city is absolutely beautiful you mentioned like you know people uh will, will shout at you up the street and i saw that too like people will just come up to me and like give me high fives and like we like fist bump me and stuff like that so it's super fun to be in this city and it's like a beautiful looking city it's just the fact that like it is repetition right like i've already been there i've already i've been to this city before so there wasn't anything visually in the city that was like completely brand new right it just looked a little bit better and like higher higher quality assets and stuff like that but um but yeah i kind of like you know, I, I would have been it would have been nice if maybe even like a third of the game took place in a different location or something like that. It's just to to give me a little bit more variety. So that was that was for, for me. Like those were things that that uh, that I didn't particularly like. What about you? Were there any things that you didn't like in the game? Uh, for me, not not too much. Like I mean, it was a little a little short, but I went in understanding that it was going to be. Uh, I ran into a few technical glitches in terms of photo mode, but nothing in terms of uh, hard crashes. Full disclosure so far. My PS5, I've been lucky. I'm gonna, you know, knock on wood right now uh, because there's been no hard crashes. I've been able to do all sorts of wacky and wild things in photo mode. The only glitch I had, which was an odd one, was that I had uh, was taking uh, a few photos of Miles Morales and the character model, like the neck, literally grew. His and his head started moving across the screen, which looked really wild and kind of like nightmare fuelish. But that—that's the only sort of oddity I ran into. Otherwise, the PS5 hardware's been great. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll—I'll I'll, I'll share that picture, uh, maybe even on on our uh, our Twitter account there as well too. But that's the out of out of our had to at least been five hours because we went taking so many pictures, doing side quests, unlocking costumes, uh, finding time capsules. Uh, and the like so we yeah, we put a lot of time into it didn't run into any other technical glitches but uh yeah not not too much to take away from this one uh i just want more much like astro uh astrobot uh, playroom um i'm so happy this is part of the launch lineup 
it also did a great job. Uh, again, here I go. I'm going back into pluses with this game instead of minuses. But the, the the rays were traced. People were talking about ray tracing. I mean, oh man, you could see the reflections in Morales's eyes on on the Spider-Man costume. You could just see the reflections on explosions. Oh, like what a what a visual masterpiece. As you said before, a lot of it, some of the assets are are upgraded in that. But again. Not too many downsides. I'm back into upside. So I think uh, I think at this point, uh, we're ready to score it. Would you say next gen? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. So uh, what would you what would you give uh, Miles Morales out of ten? I actually think that Miles Morales is better than the original Spider-Man game. I yeah. mean, that might be a little bit contentious to say because I know how much that game was loved <laughs> by people. But I just yeah, I, I just felt really into the characters yeah there was more of an edge and an attitude and even like you said there's more more character to the story yeah it was more more grounded in my opinion like i just we, we got to see like a little bit like you know peel behind the curtain and really get to know miles as like as a human being right and i thought it was a little bit more than what we saw with uh peter parker for uh spider-man ps4 so and i'm gonna give this game a really really good scored nine out of ten yeah no i'm i'm right there with you so we had a slight difference there in in uh astrobot playroom but here nine out of ten as well i absolutely loved it i know there's some downsides some people are going to be um you know might be non-starter for them as it's a little bit shorter and new york is is somewhat the same but trust me you you want to play this game like for the characters for miles morales alone um the the upgrades on ps5 even if you have it for PS4, I would still check out this game uh, because, yeah, there's just so much depth in the characters, so much more to see. Um, absolutely fantastic game. Don't pass it up. And if you're part of the folks with uh, PS5 uh, PS5 at launch, you definitely want to check out the two games that we've reviewed. They, they really do a fantastic job of showcasing the PS5. And for me personally, I've, I haven't been able to put either game down so i keep going back and forth probably even recording this episode i'm gonna likely go back and play some more uh spider-man that's for sure all right uh that's game over for this episode i'm dapper tux and i'm next gen player be sure to follow us on twitter our brand new uh twitter account at down to play cast and you can also catch us on our personal twitter and instagram accounts at dapper underscore tux and at next gen player we are always down to play